Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Um, thank you for listening to the um, episode that I just completed about Mouths of Babes. Um, that was a really big one for me, um, but like all things are interrupted sometime. My lovely son walked in on my podcast, so, um, but we still made it through. That's the thing. So, I, I'm coming back to talk about, I, I went to a church, and, you know, the pastor is awesome, and I would name his name, and but I'm not going to do that to him right now, but he, he wrote a book, and it's called Wrecked and Redeemed. You have to go and get this book. It is awesome. Um, and not only is it awesome, um, it tells you a lot about the church and within a church. And being that we were going through the, um, you know, the pandemic and all of the vaccines and all the COVID and, you know, just the struggle of this new world that we've been hit by with COVID, um, you, you tend to have your own church and, and hold church and house if you're a person of God. You still read the Bible and um, still pray every day like I am. Um, But, you know, you still, no matter what, you still get judged. And I I think that's childish. Whether it's of a friend or whether it's of a foe, it doesn't matter. But anyway, getting over all that, you matter to God. Grace happens. God searches for lost. And come as you are. And that was his thing about the church that I just so love. So I'm going to read a little bit from his book for you. Give you a little taste of it. But guys, y'all have to go out and get this book, Wrecked and Redeemed. I mean, it took me through. I mean, it was a good read through COVID. And it was a good read before COVID. But I had one over it. So I'm going to read a little for you. A little taste of it. So you can go out and get your own. But, um... Before I do that, I did want to go back to Mouth of Babes and go back to Corinthians 13. And that verse that I was looking for was Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things like a child. It had no habits and had no opinions about anything. So what does it mean to have a childlike faith? Is to have put away your habits and and try not to have opinions about anything because only God can do that. So while each of these signs contains a message of how the church should embody the heart of God, I believe this last sign represents Jesus' central message to the adulterous woman in John 8. You see how that just changed, guys? I mean, this pastor talks about everything, and it is so awesome. The sign was clear. Jesus held it high. The religious leader didn't like it at all, but Jesus held his ground. I believe this message can be captured in those four pithy words. Come as you are. Sign, sign, sign everywhere, blocking out the scenery, breaking my mind, do this, don't do that. Can't you read the sign? Watch one episode of the evening news and you can see most people don't understand how much they matter to God of the universe. 
A Maltese of hopelessness seems to saturate every corner of 21st century culture. People are dying to know that they truly matter to God. That is why the right signs are so important, internally important for the world to see, for the world to see. And the legalism never really change people. Rigid adherence to the law doesn't save people. And trying to jump through man-made churchery hoops to convince God that we are worthy has always fallen short of his glory. The truth is, no one, and the truth is, none of us are worthy. Paul managed this tension between grace and truth beautifully when he said, You therefore have no excuse. You who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself. Because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgments against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you mere human beings pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, Do you think you will escape God's judgment or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbiddenness, and patience? Not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. And that is the end of this podcast. Amen. Amen. I am not going to go any farther, guys, but I am going to tell you that to get this book wrecked and redeemed is a a nugget it's like a gold coin it's like your first if you wanted to do your library it's finding hope it's finding freedom it's finding acceptance in christ so guys go out and get the book is it's it's a no-brainer and it's definitely a win for your library so have a blessed day wear your mask stay prayed up god bless Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk, guys. I am having a great day so far, I think, anyway. Um, you know, it's get back to school. It gets a little, whew, stressy, but you got to keep it, you know, active and keep your kids and get them ready to get ready for the routines of the day, you know, daily routines such as getting up on time, um, getting their clothes ready for school, whether you're, um, having your kids go in school or stay home. It is a very good thing to keep them on a, like a schedule. You have to have a routine, you know, because a time set, alarm clocks, you know, your clothes out. Don't just let them sit in their room by themselves and do their work without you looking on. I mean, have them get dressed, get ready, get their book bags and come downstairs and y'all have some breakfast together and interact. Uh, you, you must interact as a parent. I understand it's hard nowadays with all that's going on in this new world. But we have to interact with our children while they're in school, even if they're homeschooling. We have to wake up. We have to be downstairs. We have to be up with them. We have to be over their shoulders like teachers. Actually, guys, 
When it comes down to school, homeschooling, I definitely go 100% into, no, I'm going to say um, 99% into teacher mode between the hours of 7 and 3. And sometimes it can even go over until 5 o'clock, which is exhausting as a parent, Monday through Friday. Um so sometimes you got to take a different approach and you have to be mom teacher. You know, you, you still have to give them guidance, but you have to give them their sympathy. You still have to give them their sympathy, but you still got to be stern. And, and most of all, you have to keep track. You have to keep track. Not only are they going to school, but you are going to school with them. Um, when you're homeschool, you're, you, you have to do all the checking the homework, um, talking to the teachers. I totally miss the PTA, um, because I stayed on a PTA when my kids were in school. I try, I tried my best to interact with the principals and the assistant principals and, and all that. And I know all that has changed, but you can make it your business to call at least once a week and check on your children's work and how they're doing. Um, try to make it your business. I know we're busy trying to work and trying to stay safe, but try to make it your business to at least um, contact the teachers, have a rapport with your teachers, know their names and who they are. I mean, uh, especially if a child is uh, failing a grade, you need to know resources or tutoring Um Stuff like that is a very helpful tool when you're homeschooling for the first time. And and usually um, school, when you're homeschooling, it, it runs over into your weekends because some Saturdays I find myself checking over work or, you know, going into the computer, me and my husband and checking over the, you know, what grades to do or what tests to do that, that can be um, time consuming. So remember to take a little time to yourself, um, whether it's for massage, whether it's for, and I don't mean go out to the salon. If you're that bold, uh, God bless you. But I, I just mean, just take a nice soak, a bubble bath, you know, little things mean a lot or a nap. <laughs> you would be it, just what a nap can do for a person these days. Um, I, I noticed that in my homeschooling, when summertime comes, it's really hard to get the kids back into action of, you know, now it's time to wake up. I, I'm working on that with my kids. Um, and as a, as a mom, you will you will let them sleep as long as they want to sleep, but then the laziness sets in or the I don't want to sets in. So I tend to do, which is very, very important, there has to be, even if you're in homeschool, some outside community. So with the outside community, you want them to get out and run, get some sun, you know, um call a friend, maybe have an outing with a friend, um, just social distancing, of course, meet at a park, um, maybe play some tennis, 
Um, if you can't play tennis, just have them race or, or walk, walk the, the park or something like that, just to get them out and about and to keep them social. I understand there is video games. Woo. God, give me strength with these video games nowadays. Um, it consumes a lot and the kids are able to talk to their friends and others. And that is a whole nother beast because you have to be able to watch over them doing that also because you don't know who they're talking to sometime. So I would just suggest monitoring screen time. You know, you, you have to monitor screen time. And the way I'll do it is, okay, if you got an hour on, then you need to take an hour to go outside and, and, um, get some sun, do a chore, um, run, um, do something, meditate. Um, and if you want to interact and you want to play with your friends, you need to socialize with them. Um, while you're on this game, of course you're socializing, but while you're socializing with your friends, you can also make up play dates. Like you're like, okay, we're talking. Could we meet at the park next week around two o'clock? Bring your basketball and we'll play for the day. You know, try to be open to your kids' parents. Try to give them a call at least once a month. Check on everything. See how everybody's doing. Where where they'll still have some type of social, you know, and because that's very important if you're homeschooling and and if you're not homeschooling and the kids are in school, that is so great. But just be safe, wear your mask, do your distance, don't share any foods and snacks and and, you know, and just be safe. Just remember to wear your mask. And um, also with with homeschooling, which is very, very hard, you can also if you you can't handle it as a parent, you can always um, look for a pod because that's what I'm looking to do this year. I'm going to start doing a pod for the people who go back to work, but they don't want their kids to go back to school and they um they they need homeschool them but they can't stay home so you know it's it's called the pod and that's a very good thing to do it's just like a teacher overlooking making sure your child does their work every day so my whole thing is um i look forward to my kids going back to school they are great students i mean I, this has been a rough year for them but they, i love them so much for getting through it it was hard for them and it was hard for me but we got through it and it taught us a lot of things it taught it might it might have even brought us closer you know we 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 interject movie night we interject um cooking together, you know, you can do those things with your kids, um, on a weekend or on a day of school that is out early. You can still do, um, home economics. You can have them cook a, cook a meal. You can have them make a salad. You can have them make a sandwich. You can, that is home economics for me. If, if you, if you vacuum your room and you straighten up your workspace, that is home economics. Um, then you can also have where there is, um, 
out free time. There's outside time. You know, you worked hard all day. You just passed this quiz and you aced it. You got a hundred on your quiz. You're going to go outside and you maybe get treated to McDonald's. I really don't do, or, or maybe get treated to your favorite um, book or get treated or, or, or get some home bucks. So this year I am going to install home bucks. And, and that's something new. So I'm going to surprise my kids with it. So they listen to my podcast. I'm not going to let them know what those are yet because they are growing as teenagers. And sometimes they just need their own bucks. You know, they just need their own bucks. So this year I'm going to introduce home bucks and I'll, I'll do a part two to let y'all know how the home bucks goes. Um, also, if your kids don't like to go outside, because I do have those kids who just don't want to go outside and they're introverts and they like to stay in the house, you, you maybe you want to get a pet. And I know a pet is expensive and it can give you more problems, you know, and it's like having another child, but it gets them out. It's something to do. Go walk the dog. You go feed the dog. I mean, and it also teaches them responsibility. It also teaches them responsibility. So this is this is my episode of homeschool, back to school for 2021, going into 2022. And I wish everybody luck. And I pray for everybody. And I just try to make it fun, guys. And not only fun, but stern. Not only stern, but happy. And not everything is going to be happy every day because you have to be taught and you have to pass your grades. So there you are, parents. I'm going to continue to do episodes like this um, for homeschool when it starts. So here we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Have a great day. Stay blessed. Stay prayed up and get ready for back to school. Bye bye.